Hi, Bob Booker here, a.k.a. Freddie Mercury, and you're listening to Albion Been and Gone. So just a couple of minutes left, Brighton have to hang on with ten men, and here come Palace now. That's a nice pass into the area, need to get a shot away, there's the drive, oh it's crept in! Sensational 90th minute! Put Palace ahead for the first time in the game, with seconds remaining, surely that's all three points for the visitors. Hello everyone. Hello Tom. Hello Joel. How are you doing? I'm right. You still ill or? No, we're back. We're back. Cool. Back in action. Great. Just steamed myself in a very, very hot bath. Mm-hmm. Uh, which my heart rate went up to 136. In the bath? Yeah. Wow. It was really hot though. I run it like um, just purely hot. Yeah. Get in it. And when it starts to scald me, that's when I turn on the cold. The cold, yeah. It's probably not a great idea. Hmm. I spent a lot of lockdown um, doing that and watching old WW, well, F, yeah. <laughs> actually. Uh, that was fun. Have you had a good week? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I was telling you earlier, I've uh, I've injured my knee, which is a bit annoying. But Oh, so you injured it this week? Well, I've injured it a while ago, but it's kind of flared up again. Ah, yeah. 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 So I'm, you're... I'm not resting it properly, is no. the reason why. Well, yeah, I mean, I did... I, I hooted and waved and uh, like was really trying to get your attention mm. while you were pacing your way through, well, not through, down to Rustington Village, yep. um, a small, tiny little village <laughs> uh, next to where we live. Why were you heading there? Check out the charity shops now they're open. Because we are back in action, yeah. everybody. We are back on the town. When I say on the town... As in, we're popping into charity shops yep. in the local village. And the weather, you can sit outside. What, at the charity shops? No, in, in, oh, right. in, in, in pubs pub. or yes. cafes, but it's also way too cold for anyone normal to do that. So Somebody said to me today, it's going to be the English luck that for the summer that we have to spend outdoors, it's yeah. going to be the coldest summer Probably. on record. <laughs> I actually saw a photo of... Two, I'd say, fairly elderly gentlemen yeah. having a um, fry up mm. in the snow. Oh, <laughs> it made it into the news yeah. because that's what we British do. Yeah, we uh, the bloody British will be out there because that's what Churchill would have wanted. He would. Yeah, Definitely. I've been watching a lot of World War Two in colour. Okay, this, this week. Any good? I, well, I found out a lot about the war. I might have, did I mention that last week? No. I, I, well, I, too many people have heard me saying I've been really getting into World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out so is my dad. Yeah, so, or it, like independently of each other. and Yeah, and yeah. we found we found out today while I was wrapping Mel's uh, 30th birthday presents. And mm. that's how I've been watching a lot about the war. And I said, oh, me too. Oh. Turns out Hitler was a really bad man. He, yeah, he wasn't great, was he? It wasn't great. I mean... It's like watching a film and knowing the ending, but yeah. it's, it's it's good. It's nice yeah. to get a bit of history, and we're, that's what we're going to do today. We, we're we're going to talk about a very historic season. Yeah, we are. We are generally history based, aren't we? Well, historians, yes. Histor- historians, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I wanted to start by mm. asking you mm. whether you know exactly what you were doing today. Uh, in... I don't know, 2008. Oh, dear. Uh, nope. 
<laughs> not a clue. What a, any any? What about this day? Any time over the last few years? No. No. Well, the reason I ask is because I know exactly what I was doing Go on. on this day in 2010. No, 2011. Sorry. Yeah. I actually wrote the jingle to our podcast. Did you? Yeah. The, on this day? This wow. exact day. It's a shame we weren't doing the 2011, 2012, no, 2010, 2011 season. It, yeah, it is a shame. Yeah. Which actually I do know was quite a good season, wasn't it? Yeah, in fact, uh, I, think. I think it's on this day that Brighton were promoted. Yeah. I think, yes. Now, the way I found out that it was, it wasn't like I've got that kind of memory mm. that I can remember which dates I wrote these songs in. Um, was because I thought, given what we were doing today, I would venture into the Facebook memories Ooh. section. <laughs> now, uh, yeah, so scrolling through, uh, do you remember when Facebook was all third person? Yeah, so, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. It was really annoying. Yeah, have you got any highlights at all? Um... None I can remember. It was probably quite cringeworthy, whatever it was. Well, yeah, I- I'm going right. to hit you with one of mine. It's particularly cringy. And then I'll tell you about this song. Um, so in 2008, which we're, you know, yep. we're looking at today, I wrote Joel Horn. That's mm-hmm. my surname. Um, it, it's Joel Horn is. Is that yeah, right? What it used it to was, be? Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah. Is <laughs> just wishing... Charlie would look at her phone. He sent her three texts and a MySpace message and also a Bebo. Oh, Bebo is... I think so. So who's Charlie? She was my girlfriend at the time. Uh, Um, It's very passive aggressive. Yeah, it is. Isn't it? Check Uh, check your Bebo, Charlie. Yeah, come on. Um, I I didn't... I don't think I had a Bebo. what's, What's funny, though... Is that that particular status had ten likes? Yeah. Ten other people have thought, yeah, you you check that. Was one of them her? No, <laughs> but it was one of our listeners actually. Okay, a listener uh, by the name of Jamie. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, so I, I th- this day in two thousand, did I say two thousand eleven? Didn't I? Yeah. Um, my it said Joel Joel Horn is. Um, Repenning one of his finest tunes mm-hmm. because the Germans like it. Cool, <laughs> and is and is that one from and our exact one? Yeah, on the, on the dark side. That's it on the dark side. I need to find the actual version of the on the dark <laughs> side and get that up. Um, so yeah, I thought it'd be a little bit of fun to uh, to yeah. start the start off. Nostalgia. Yeah, um, it's not that fun looking through Facebook memories though, because I I feel like that's partly through, why I got rid of my Facebook yeah, account. Yeah, trawling through those memories just shows how uh, much of an emotional wreck Aww. teenage life yeah. it was. Yeah. Um, uh, that I had things like uh, Joel just realizes how much his life is like JD from Scrubs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's that really dates. That's Facebook. Yeah. It does, yeah. Um, For the just, Scrubs reference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Joel just wishes that mum would buy more Kit Kats or something like yeah. that. I, and it really does make you, uh, well, it, que- it makes you question your entire life, seeing yourself mm. written in third person, 
knowing that I wrote that. Yeah. Why did they do it like that? Uh, I, I don't know, but someone yeah. should tell Zlatan we stopped doing it yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I guess because at the beginning, perhaps mm. face, uh, you were like your own media entity yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Um, Chris is just cleaning. Yeah. Waiting for his wife. Mm. Good. Good. Glad to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, we are going to talk today about the 0809 yep. season yep yeah uh, where where what was happening in your life uh i would have been living in newcastle okay during this season and, and anything anything major happen uh n- not, nothing positive <laughs> no tell us about the negative things <laughs> no <laughs> so you told me that it was uh it was a sad period and yeah you, well, you know. it wasn't a particularly positive period of my life no yeah. Um, yeah. a breakup yeah and then also compounded by how bad brian were just made it worse to be really <laughs> so i i started university in 2008 mm-hmm. and i moved up to the city of bristol yeah I thought I'd emphasise that as we had a, an email this week from one of our listeners who complained at, uh, well, my inability to define which Bristol mm-hmm. I was talking about. So, um, Sam, <laughs> uh, I was living in the city of Bristol, yeah. um, uh, actually in halls that were above a church. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's why quite I thought an, I'd tell you that's that. That's quite an odd place for halls of residence it was was it was it like a like a modern church it was yes it was a a like a as cool you might one say <laughs> a cool one yeah you might call it uh forward thinking okay but they they put halls of residence in the uh, in the the roof i guess okay <laughs> would you call it that um and one of the they had some rules as you can imagine yeah one of those rules was, please refrain from having sex. So, which was, makes sense. Was it like Christian halls? It was Christian halls. Oh, yeah. Okay. But it, uh, it it makes sense that that was one of the rules. But it yeah. was quite a strange rule to see yeah. on your university. Uh, uh, like the first time you're moving away from home. Mm. It was like mum and dad came with me. <laughs> Oh, you've broken the chair. Uh, chair. (laughs) Um, My, uh, so someone, a a couple got married in the first year in our halls of residence. Oh, wow. Like in the first term. They met each other. They met in the first term. And they got married in the first term. Straight away. Yeah. Was there some kind of insurance thing? I don't know. But yeah, they were like, well known for, yeah, just how they got. Getting married. Getting married. (laughs) Uh, Well, are they together? Uh, if they're together, for not a clue, great news. Yeah, I can't even remember their names, but yeah. Um, I'm sure. So you didn't go to the wedding? No, I don't know. I don't know if they had. They probably just went to the registry office. I don't think it was like a, no. a thing. Okay, <laughs> okay. Like booked marquee. Like the Newcastle <laughs> version of uh, a Vegas wedding. Yeah. Okay. In fact, Newcastle's not that far from Gretna, which is like the the British Las Vegas, isn't it? Yeah. In terms of weddings. It's good. Good. Mm. <laughs> um, the first night in Bristol. So I went with my friend at the time, Dave, 
friend at the time. Yeah, I, I still like, like not, him. Yeah, not friends anymore. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I still like it. I literally haven't spoken to him about probably coming up for a decade, I would imagine. Something oh, like wow. that. Um, and yeah, so we w- see we moved up there together. Yeah. Uh, both from Littlehampton. And on our first night, Dave had his bike stolen. Oh. Uh, yeah, same. Um, and it, <laughs> I having not really been out of the town that much, I thought mm-hmm. I'd moved like into the proper urban, like, <laughs> like South Central LA. Yes, it, but actually, we were in the posh Clifton yeah. Triangle <laughs> of Bristol, <laughs> and he'd just forgotten to lock it up. Yeah, um, it was also my first time I'd actually. This sounds terrible. But it was the first time I'd seen somebody that was living on the streets. Okay. And it shocked me. Yeah. To the point that I... I grew up in Brighton, so... <laughs> yeah. I I went into a, the local Tesco and bought a meal deal. Mm. He declined it. Okay. Because he said he was vegetarian. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. It, my, it was a year of my life that I'll remember fondly for... Um, well, actually just staying in a church. Mm. Didn't I never went clubbing my first year? I didn't do any of that stuff. No, I think I was too busy enjoying. Well, cooking my own dinners. Okay. Uh, it's fair to say I ballooned in that first year. <laughs> I think everyone they either balloon or go like worryingly lose weight because they're malnourished. Yeah, I, and if I'm honest, I actually, <clears throat> I was thinking earlier about uh, that particular time, and football-wise, it's probably the only time in my life that I kind of zoned out a little bit. Did you? Um, in that I believe the the transition of the 07 to 08 season, the 08 to 09, mm. was the year that Ronaldo left for Real Madrid. I think. Maybe. I think I might be wrong on that, but I, I vaguely remember... Uh... No, because Maynard won the Champions League in 08. And he's playing in that. Did they? Yeah, but did they win it at the end of 08? As in May 08. And we're talking about 08, 09, aren't we? Yes. No, did yeah. he leave? I think he left straight after, after, yeah, after the Champions so. League. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and I, I remember... I, I vaguely remember reading Harry Redknapp news in a little tiny bit of a newspaper that he, I think he started managing Tottenham at that time. Mm. Yeah, sounds about right. But like I say, yeah. Otherwise, I'd always been on it, and I wondered whether that was because England hadn't played in the Euros. Could be, but actually, that is your favourite Euros. One of my favourite Euros. <laughs> I loved it. Um, I remember uh, there's one game in the group stage where it was the last the the two teams played. I think it might have been Turkey and Czech Republic, and if they drew, they'd be completely level. On points, goal difference, goals scored, goals conceded, and their head-to-head of all the other teams in the group, so they would have had a penalty shootout, and it would have been the first time it would have ever happened in the group stage. And then one of the teams got a last-minute winner, and we were all absolutely gutted. And what was it? Who was it? Uh, I think it was Turkey. Turkey got to the semi-finals. Oh, they did get to semi-finals. Yeah. Who did they play in the semis? Uh, it was Spain. Germany in the final. Uh, I yeah. can't remember who each one of them beat. Was it Spain Germany? Yeah. Was that when did Spain win one 0 Yeah. Yeah. So not you know, Spain beat Italy four 0 yeah. and another one, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Two thousand twelve. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. So 
let's talk a little bit about the season. Yep. And Brighton. Yep. After this break. I really should always pick a longer one. <laughs> Any of the other ones. <laughs> Any of them. So, uh, do you want to just give me a little bit of a backdrop? Yes. So, um, this is very much in the doldrum stage where the initial euphoria of moving back to Brighton has kind of worn off. And it also, there's... The Amex, what became the Amex, seems a long way away. So there's a period in the middle that we've been where crowds are low, just general morale is quite low. Okay. Um, And uh, Dean Wilkins, who'd been a bit of a kind of club legend, really had captained the team and um, kind of worked his way up from youth coach, um, managed, became manager after Mark McGee got sacked. And got this team together mostly for youth team players that he'd managed at youth team level um and then a few others that kind of picked up on you know cheap transfers and stuff okay. um and managed to get him to seventh fin- they finished seventh in the league um and at the end of that season uh Dean Wilkins is asked whether he'd like to move back to being first team coach so essentially he's offered a demotion yes um so they had a few issues with things like his man management was apparently not that great with some of the senior players very good with the young players um and he wasn't great with the media and stuff like that right um, okay but he's a very good coach and was doing a pretty good job really um with like basically no money he'd lost a lot of quite a lot of his players in the January transfer window and still managed to get a team to seventh um and yes yeah, so he's he's essentially sacked basically right, yeah um and they bring in mickey adams for a second time second spell so uh that's not always a good good no, thing really is it very you know, rarely um, did you ever go out with uh, a girl twice in your primary school? No. No. See, I went out with Tina Justo seven mm-hmm. times. Seven times? Yeah. You didn't learn by the sixth time. No, no. And <laughs> the second time, yeah. I wooed her um, by offering her... What, and what age are we talking? We are talking year six. Okay. And actually, for the story, actually all seven times were in year six. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and I think the the question really should be asked to her: Why does she keep coming back for more? Yeah. Um, but I so she was she was the girl that everyone wanted to go out mm-hmm. with, uh, and yes, scored. Uh, and essentially, by going out with her, all that meant was on a Saturday just ride past her road, look down, and think that's where she lives. Great, cool. keep going. Um, but she'd she dumped me, and I thought I've got to win her back. Mm-hmm. How? Uh, and the way uh, we went on a trip to a little place called Blacklands Farm. Yeah, I think I went there on a school trip as well. Yeah, Excellent. Rings, rings a bell. Yeah, well, uh, there was a tuck shop. Yeah. Uh, actually, a lot of my girlfriend stories involve tuck, tuck shops. shops. Yeah. <laughs> and I bought her, uh, oh, well, I bought three chocolate bars. And I remember one of them being a caramel. I think there was a crunchy. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, whatever, ballpark, Mars bar, probably. Yeah. Um, of which I sent uh, a boy called Tom uh, to her tent 
to offer her one of the three. Okay. So which one? Which one does she choose? I can't remember, but mm. I do live with the fact that I'd obviously thought she's not having all of them. No, no, no. <laughs> Come on, she's already dumped me once. She can have one <laughs> of three chocolate bars, and uh, that's what swayed it. Cool. But what actually happened was that I was stealing her from my cousin Josh by offering. Oh. Uh, one of the chocolate bars. And I'm sure he's probably going to chime in after listening yeah. to this whilst decorating. Uh, and yeah, confirm it was one of the saddest moments of, of year six. Um, I did have to apologise to him, actually. I wrote I wrote him a letter, um, tried to get him four packs of football stickers because they were 25p back then. Yeah. Uh, sold out, so I just popped a pound in an envelope. So sorry. <laughs> get 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 some for yourself. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it doesn't always work. No. Because um, seven times later, and I don't own a house with her now. No. There you go. <laughs> um, and in and at the same time, Mickey Adams isn't currently Brighton manager. Exactly. So, yeah. so it's very similar. Yeah. I told you I'd done with some homework. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he see so he had previously um, kind of like he turns things around really at the club because. Uh, not much was going on. Um, he got a team together that won the third division title, and and then he left the following season. But it's kind of his team that then got promoted again. Um, so he was he was a bit of a hero. I think everyone was like pretty excited about him coming back. The hero, definitely, the general vibe with Brighton fans was one of excitement because obviously we finished seventh for the team bef- the season before. And then it was like, oh, how if we, you know, maybe a few extra players, we can make, maybe make a bit of a push for promotion. Bring him back, offer him a chocolate bar. <laughs> From a chocolate bar, one of three. Excellent. <laughs> offer him one of three signings, perhaps. Yeah. Um, and so he comes in. Yeah. And he brings on some players, doesn't he? Mm. They're all crap. <laughs> yeah. So we've got, um, basically, we've obviously had a nucleus of very young, like, good young players who all come through the youth team together and then he kind of proceeded to dismantle that by adding in uh so colin the hawkins was one of them um david livermore who's who has real experience and had quite a good career elsewhere and some reason it just didn't work out at all um kevin mcleod who's absolutely rubbish not the guy from grand designs um (laughs) And Adam Virgo, who kind of had Vergs. Vergs, who's also coming back for a second spell. Um, yeah, it's basically it, getting the band back together in some ways. Yeah, it, it, one thing Mickey Adams always did was sign players he'd previously worked with. So yeah, and actually, he also brought back another club legend, didn't he? He did. Um, and I, I wanted to play you something. So when when okay. I was doing a bit of research, uh, well, I'll just play it. Yeah. And then we can talk about it. Okay. Back on the training ground as part of the coaching staff, Bob Booker. It was great to get the call back. I mean, I was I was in Spain at the time, lucky enough. Uh, and completely out of the blue, you know, Mickey rang me up and said, you know, I'm back at Brighton and would, would you like to would you like to come back? So I said, I'm on the way to the airport. Mick, there you go. There you go. Aww. On the way to the airport, there you go. Oh, bless him. Oh, I love it so much. And I, I saw that clip and I laughed out loud, because, mostly because if you, well, if you're listening to this, pause this, mm-hmm. wind back a few seconds. The backdrop sounds like 
Um, he's some bohemian house dance music legend. Yeah. <laughs> and it totally reminds me of uh, the song by Dane Bowers. You're out of your mind. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, and he's wearing this lime green shirt. It's So, ha- the way they portray it, it's like they're bringing back Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in fact, actually, they are bringing back, oh God, Freddie, Mer- Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury, yeah. Uh, so, so, tell me. Well, the so, Freddie Mercury thing. Uh, pretty much. Tell me why Bob Booker is the legend that he is. Um... I think he's just, he's quite a big character, really. Big Bobby Booker. Yeah. I think, uh, so he's yeah, brought in by Mickey Adams originally, because um, Adams was quite hard line, quite strict, and Booker was a bit of a clown, so it worked quite well as a double double act. Right. Um, the Freddie Mercury thing was uh, when Brighton won, I, I think it's I think it's a second division title. They did like a bus top, open top bus parade thing. Mm. And then it ended up in, I think, Hovetown Hall. And then on the balcony, all the players are there and all that kind of stuff. And um, for some reason, Bob Booker dressed up as Freddie Mercury. Right. Um, it wasn't supposed to be fancy dress. No, 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 no. Everyone else just no. come in normal clothes. He's, th- he's thought, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm doing this. Yeah. He sent round... I don't know, a, a pager. Yeah. Hey, everyone, uh, anybody else dressing up? I'm going as Freddie. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, kind of lip-synced along to We Are The Champions. And he's decided that he is also also known as. Yeah. So, essentially, what he is, is he's humanised Facebook of 2007 by saying... Yeah, a little bit, ...in yeah. the third person, Big Bobby Booker, a.k.a. Okay. Freddie Mercury. Bob, I'm here to tell you that really it's up for us to decide <laughs> if you're also known as Freddie Mercury. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, were you calling him Freddie? Mm. And he came in He came in as assistant, did he, this time? Second time uh, round or reserve I, team I coach? I think he's reserve team oh, I coach. I think he was reserve yeah. team coach. I can't actually remember who was assistant manager. Yeah. Might be Freddie Mercury, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... That's the setup. That's the team. Yeah. You're going to go on to big things. Yeah. Big expectation. Yeah, I mean, we've got very good strike force. Uh, Glenn Murray and Nicky Forster. Probably the best strike force in the division. Yeah. Um, got some very good young players. Yeah. Um, and then, in theory, made some quite good signings. They all looked like they would be quite good signings at the time. Yeah. Not quite such a good signing in the kit design department was mm, it no that's a bit of a nightmare yeah no so uh so brighton famously playing blue and white yeah so you would think what we need for the games the op- are, opposite yeah. of blue and so white so we need uh, a home kit and something different yeah in case we end up having to play huddersfield town yeah for example yeah or we could uh yeah we can yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 or um, who else in in the league? Oh, I, be, uh, I reckon there's quite a lot of blues. Quite a lot of blue. Um, turns out it's actually half of them <laughs> in League One. I did have a look. Really? Yeah. So what what Brighton you did... Have, you've done quite a lot of research for this. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what did Brighton go for? Uh, so the away kit was uh, yellow yes. and blue stripes. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and the third kit, because it's always worth having a yeah, third, a third, just in kit. case, because you never know. Yeah. So you think, right, so you've got home kit of blue, away kit of blue, third kit, also blue. <laughs> <laughs> and the third kit was a fully blue Yeah, all blue. Kit. All, all blue. blue. Yeah. Different shade? Uh, yeah, it's kind of like light blue. Yeah, it's, see, it's horrible, actually. But, I actually yeah. tried to look. I couldn't find yeah. pictures of that third kit. It was, it was not a nice kit. Um, so, I, I guess no problems there. Yeah, unless a team wears, for example, all blue. Yeah, okay. So, I feel like, you know, we're all right for now. Let's, let's see if we run into any trouble <laughs> down the line with that, shall we? Very good. Okay, so uh, season starts off well, by all accounts. Yeah, it's like the first few games looking all right. Um, Forster and Murray look very good up front. The Hawks doing all right. Yeah. Yeah, at this point. Um, I mean, we did have an all right team. They should have been you know at least you know mid table really um but yeah it it did start off okay and it was it was looking good yes so um you were uh, brighton were top brighton and hove albion i should say were top um you won two out of the first three games top of the league yep uh and that's a good start i would say you know again watching the research that the video i Mm -hmm. did They've said we had a brilliant start. We won two out of three games. Yeah. I'd say, that's, I mean, that's just two out of three games. Yeah, I'd, I'd say a, a brilliant start is winning three games out of yeah. three, isn't it? Um, yeah, but... Things started to unravel mm-hmm. quite quickly, mm-hmm. didn't they? Uh, so you win 10 league games without a win. Yeah. Um, including quite a humiliating loss to Scunthorpe. Yeah. Uh, was it 4 0? Uh, four one. Four one. Okay. Um, yeah, not not so. At home good. was at home. It's wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> were you there? Oh no, you were in Newcastle. Yeah, so I, I was slightly fortunately, given how grim a season it was in parts. I, I was mainly um, resigned to going to kind of northern away games. So, yeah. the Hartlepool, Carlisle, I went to. Excellent. Um, what else would there have been? Definitely. Any any of the ones kind of in Yorkshire, I would have gone to. Okay. Um, yeah. So, um, hopefully, you think things are going to pick up. Mm. Uh, and in the beginning of the season, you run quite quickly into a cup games, don't you? Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. It, it happens. Yeah, you kind of it's, get through them really quickly. Yeah, yeah, so it's like we start the season... And then, like, week two, you're playing the first round of the... Yeah, I think it might even be the, the second game of the season, actually, might yeah. be the first round. And is it, uh, would it have been the Carling Cup at this point, or was it still the Coca-Cola Cup? Mm, don't know. Once known as the Milk Cup, I yeah. believe. Yeah, it was. Um, okay, and that actually was uh, the the stage for probably your biggest moment of the season, right? Yep. Um, so, uh, Brighton are drawn against Manchester City. Yeah, who, I, who, I'd say two days before that, that game, it would have been a kind of run of the mill, you know, League One team home to a 
kind of essentially like mid-table Premier League team. They yeah. they were kind of up because uh, uh, they did have that Thai guy own them for a bit who ended up in prison. So they did have some. Kind of, they had been spending a bit of money, mm. um, but the day before the game of Brighton was the day that they were bought out by Sheikh Mansour. Yes, and signed Rubinho on that day as well. Who didn't really know which Manchester club no. he was signing for. He just was told. Yeah. Um, and and company was in the team. Yeah, because he 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 was actually signed uh, yeah, maybe a year or so before that. Yeah. So uh, I just want to show you another clip. Okay. Okay. Twenty four hours before there'd been announced the richest club in the world. I was a bit surprised that they come out with such a strong team. Um, I think they had all their superstars with them, and um, and it was a bit daunting to to be out there against uh, some of the top players in in not only in the Premier League but the world, really. World class players like Richard Dunn. There. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. On the screen. <laughs> yeah, I'd say world class is pushing it slightly on the Richard Dunn front. Yeah, I think Stephen Ireland played as well. Yeah, he he was quite good at that point. And yeah. He's good, mm. but he's not world class, is he? No. Um, and Casper Schmeichel. Yeah, Cas- well, Casper Schmeichel was in goal that night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's amazing to think he's had such a long career, actually, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Um, he still looks about twelve. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? <laughs> so, uh, what do you what are your memories of that night? Did you watch that in a pub or it wasn't on TV? Wow. It was literally just had Sky Sports News on um, with my housemates who were both. Uh, Man United fans. They're both from Manchester. Right. Um and Which is strange actually for Manchester to support United, isn't it? Yeah, though and they were um the, yeah. They're kind of like uh they like to go against the grain, both okay. of them. I think a lot should have supported Oldham. Yeah. Um they actually they said they're from Manchester, they're actually from a place called Glossop, which is actually in Derbyshire. But it's on the edge of Derbyshire. And Great man. Yeah. Um, anyway, they so they, obviously they were kind of cheering on Brighton. Um, yeah. But it's like one of those ones early League One uh, League Cup rounds where on Sky Sports News you're just getting through like constant updates of yeah. about kind of forty games all happening at once. Yeah. Let's find out what's happening at yeah Carlisle v Arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I I think personally I think with League Cup I. I don't see it as that big a shock when Premier League no, teams it's strange, lose, isn't it? Because it's mo- a lot of Premier League teams do put out weakened teams. T- yeah. So it's like a kind of a, le- a decent League One team should give a weakened Premier League team quite a good game. Yeah, uh, I mean it's actually from memory. I feel like I've watched Sky Sports News. That's professional. Um, I've watched Sky Sports News so often during League Cup games yeah. and you hear something like, and there's been a shock at Upton Park. Mm. And actually that shock should be West Ham's gone through to the second round. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Man City, uh, do they take the lead? Yes, they do. They So it was, uh, I think it was, uh, it was Swiss International. Um, what was he called? Fernandez, saying Fernandez. Gelson Fernandez. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And from surprise, we're kind of pushing for an equaliser. I think they equalised quite late on in the game. That's uh, right. Glenn they did, Murray. yeah. 
um, send it through to extra time. And uh, then Brian take the lead unexpectedly in the must be in the first half of extra time, I think. And then world class Stephen Ireland pops up with a late equaliser for Man City. Wow. Yeah. And you go into it's what it's what world class players yeah. do. Yeah, they do, particularly at the With Dean Stadium. <laughs> yeah. Um and you're heading into a, a penalty shootout. Yep. Uh was it Michelle Kuiper's in goal that it night? It was Michelle Kuiper's yeah. in goal. Yeah. Okay. Um do you remember the did they have that as the like the updates? Because you know, Obviously, Sky Sports will get through the games, yeah. but the ones that will go to penalties... Yeah, they quite often... I, I think they did show it, if not live. It might, I think they were showing the penalties. I'm Otherwise, sure it it's like through the voice of Tony Cotty. Yeah. <laughs> he saved it. <laughs> oh, no. Man City have absolutely skied that one. Um, and what was, the, what was the penalty score? I don't know. I don't actually know. No, what was I'm that not was. sure. Um but it cued quite the response from the crowd. Yeah, so a uh, huge pitch invasion, um, reminiscent of the Swindon one. Right, yeah. We spoke up a few episodes ago. Apart from uh, the, <laughs> the scenes of a, uh, a guy in an electric wheelchair very slowly <laughs> <laughs> invading the pitch and the steward just kind of like ushering him off. <laughs> wow. Um, uh, I think I saw a an interview actually with Adam Virgo. Yeah. Who said, uh, I just needed to get out of there quick. <laughs> Quit the electric wheelchairs on his way. <laughs> Room for a brave one. Um, okay, so <laughs> big night. Yeah. And it is, it is like still talked about as one of the 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 kind of biggest nights in with Dean history, really. Well, it was described, actually. Uh, I can't remember who I mm. saw write about it, but it was described as one of Albion's bravest mm. moments. Yeah. I'm not sure how that, I'm not sure how that fits in, really. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, then you think it's going to get our season off and running. Yeah. Um, does it? No. No? <laughs> Go for it. Tell me. Uh, the, I mean, the league form doesn't pick up really at all. Um, I think the night after that, though, Brighton did make one quite big signing. Oh, yeah. Which is uh, Robbie Savage. Mr. Robbie Savage. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and he'd come in from which club? Uh, Derby. I thought, I thought it yeah. would be Derby. So he'd been injured... They must have just had their season where they got the lowest ever points total. Yeah. And were down in the championship. He was injured um, and just needed some game time, really. Wow. Um, so I think he only played maybe like six games, something like that. Well, he yeah. So he was he was signed on a on a six game yeah. loan spell. Yeah. Um, and he he had a bit of an interesting introduction, didn't he? Yeah, so our, our man again, Big Bobby Booker. A.K.A. Freddie Mercury. A.K.A. Fre- AKA something else as well, wasn't it? Yep, yeah, so Robbie Savage had, had, obviously had a, I think it was a Lamborghini, um, which no other Brighton player at the time would have been able to afford, really. Yeah. Um. So I think they decided to 
bring him down to earth a bit and um Bob Booker dressed up as a basically as a car park attendant. I don't know what you know what that looks like because Bobby Savage does, probably doesn't even didn't really know who Bob Booker was. Like <laughs> <laughs> just it, yeah, he proves in like a jacket, um, and like kind of pretended to turn him away, like sorry, we don't know who you yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, so that that was it. Was that. actually spoken about on a BBC podcast? Recently. Was it? Yeah. Um, someone was trying to, I can't remember who, but someone was trying to probe him on mm. whether he fell for it or not. Ah, did he? Uh, uh, he said he, he he wouldn't have fallen for it, wouldn't fall for it. And I think Chris Sutton mm-hmm. said to him, or it is uh, that you, you're you not going to talk about it because you did fall for it. <laughs> um, so he came in and I'm assuming, because, you know, he's a big name, yep. that he, you know, set the world alight for you in League One. no. No, <laughs> I think yeah you got to remember that what his I think people were expecting a kind of a you know a Perlo type you know just dictating play. I think got to remember that and hairstyles yeah that when Savage was at his peak his his you know strength was just kind of running around getting red cards yeah um, and his strength was just running around <laughs> it was though wasn't it? He's, <laughs> he's a hard working play he didn't didn't have a huge amount of you know technical prowess um but when you're really unfit which he was you you, that immediately takes out the running around aspect of it it? i mean there's also the fact that he was seen eating at uh buddy's diner buddy's diner very frequently yeah apparently that was his like highlight of his spell (laughs) was going to buddy's diner a bit of time at the honey club Possibly, yeah. Um, and he was staying in a hotel the whole time, wasn't he? <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, it has been called that this podcast is mostly me talking about uh, porn. <laughs> There's so, a fair amount of that, yeah. <laughs> so do you want to talk about why? Uh, so he uh, he stated that he spent... So he probably wasn't going out that much because he was mostly uh, in his hotel room having some having some alone time. Uh, all for it, yeah. all for it, and you know, near the workplace. <laughs> <laughs> um, who who tells people that? Robbie Savage. Because <laughs> this is still the time when. You know, there isn't so much internet, as, as mm. you frequently tell Pre-internet. me. Pre-internet. So this kind of, uh, you know, interview with Robbie Savage yeah. is usually only coming out in Shoot or Match magazine. Because <laughs> 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 imagine, like, some like picture of Robbie Savage and then, like, a cloud sort of graphic next to it and it says, favourite band, Stereophonics, Welsh, Probably, uh, yeah. favourite food... Buddy's diner, favourite <laughs> hobby, wanking. <laughs> uh, um, that's probably why the BBC gave him a job. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. <laughs> so he came on board. Yeah. Didn't play all that much. I know, play. He, he would have, I'm pretty sure he would have played it all, all six. I think six game spell must be, that's a month, isn't it? Six games. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure he would have played all six games. 
Okay. Um. Yeah. He he was probably one of the better players on the pitch. I think he's just. I think expectations are pretty quite high. Because yes. at that point, Brighton aren't signing many players that you've heard of. Right. Okay. So, uh, you kind of... Man City, mm. it, it didn't really kickstart much. No. Um, and it's fair to say that what one of our favourites on this pod, Colin the Hawk Hawkins... Yep. Uh, has kind of become a bit of a a figurehead yeah. for the form. Yeah, I th- yeah, he uh, very symbolised the <laughs> yeah. downfall. Illustrated by this uh, yeah. piece here. Me and Hawk started off at centre half, and it was going really well. And then I remember Colin having a hernia, and he come back too quickly, and sort of um, we all took a little bit of a dip in form. Because of his hernia. (laughs) That is how that is inferred. Yeah. Because he's got a hernia, so uh, things went wrong for the whole team. (laughs) Do you... So I've never had a hernia. They sound horrible. Yeah. I can't imagine having to play professional football. No. You're switching on your really sympathetic dad mode here. (laughs) This is meant to be... uh, It's meant to be the, the, the... the podcast of laughter. <laughs> so, uh, and uh, Colin certainly brings that some, yeah. to some extent. Um, yeah, so the way you describe it is the poor guy couldn't catch a break. Yeah, that, that is that is uh, what it is, yeah. And obviously that highlight comes in a game against Hartlepool. Yep. Run us through that again. So it's an FA Cup game at Withdean. Um, Brighton are 1-0 up going into the latter stages of the game Um, Cross comes in from (laughs) a Hartlepool player Um, and Colin Hawkins in a a, earnest attempt to head the ball out of play for safety Uh, unleashes a, a diving header into the top corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it says one all. So it goes to the replay, which is like, you know, away at Harley Pool, like three days later or something. Um, Brian go one nil up. Wow. Looking yeah. good. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty one of about 20, 30 Brighton fans there. Something like that. Okay. Um, it couldn't have been much more than that. Um, and then Colin Hawkins gives away a penalty. One all. And then not long after, Hartlepool get a second. So out of the cup. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but the thing is, I mean, he wasn't the only calamitous own goal of that season, was he? Coming back to it. Um, there was one on Boxing Day. Okay, I can't think of that. Um, yeah, so you don't remember uh, another own goal starring Adam Hinchelwood? Uh, yeah, that does ring a bell, actually. <laughs> so, um, Boxing Day. Okay. Uh, there was a fairly 
you know, easy back pass yep. to John Sullivan. Yeah. Um, completely missed him. Passed straight into the own, open own goal. Adam Hin- Adam Hinchwood. Adam Hinchwood. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Straight back. Uh, John Sullivan, uh, kind of scarpers backward. Yeah. And gets his boot caught in the oh. net. <laughs> but that that is like that that goal is probably a, quite a perfect metaphor for the season, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um. So okay, coming back to it. Um. You you get your first win in ten against Leicester. Yep. So they won the league that year. Yeah. Um. I think I think Brighton were two 0 down. I think and then got back and won three two. Um, we had we got Bradley Johnson on loan, who's quite a good player. He's he's kind of one of the few players that looked like he had a bit of impetus that season. Um, I think he scored a couple of goals that game. Um, but yeah, Leicester were down in League One. Um, but I think I think that's I think they just came down and went straight back up. But yeah. um, and it wasn't the only. Uh, interesting moment with Leicester that season was it? No. <laughs> so, as we talked about earlier, um, all of Brian Kitts, Brian's kits were blue, um, and Leicester playing blue. Blue. I'm oh, sorry, I missed. <laughs> I, I missed the moment you wanted me to say <laughs> that. Then. So, uh, so in the away game, um, Brian rocked up with their all, all three of their blue kits. Um, end up having to wear Leicester's away kit. Brilliant idea. Mm. Quite embarrassing moment. Yeah, that can, that can, that's that's like a Sunday league thing, isn't it? Yes. Um, and actually, that wasn't the first time that had happened that season, was it? Was it not? It wasn't. No. Um, so it actually, remarkably took until December for this to happen, this mm. first event. Yeah. Uh, and it happened in a Johnston Paint Trophy yeah. semi-final okay. against Shrewsbury Town. Yeah. Um, so Sky Sports weren't too pleased about the idea, about the you know two blues clashing. They didn't think people would be able uh. to keep up with it. So, so the album had a, a kit designed. Just a very quick one game. white kit. White. So just have that as the. Yeah. I know because actually then you've got blue and white and also white again. No, but, but yeah. so the, the 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 argument is that Dick Knight said, "Oh no no no, that kit that was just a one off." That's the special Johnson's so paid trophy. Kit. Yeah, like Man United had their Champions League yeah. kit. Brighton must be one of the only teams that have had the, Johnson's paid trophy. In fact, they will be the only yeah. team that have had. So Brighton played in five different kits that season. That would be yeah. a, a good quiz. Yeah. Bit of knowledge. Yeah. Um, I told you. I want to keep coming back to the fact that I've done my research for this. You have. So cause Shrewsbury play in blue and yellow, don't they? So that's identical to the away kit. That's and right. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly. Yeah. What happened? Um. So, I mean, it's going well, mm. <laughs> coming into the midway point at the season. And we're, we're starting yep. to come into the midway point of our pod yep. today. Um, so, let's end on a bit of a positive. Yep. So, you're, there's a, 
it's a good run. You're having a good run, as as we talk about here about yep. in in the uh, the football league trophy. Yep. John, yeah, otherwise known as the Johnson the, the, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you get semi-final there. Yeah. Um, and you think, here we go, Wembley's on the horizon. Yeah. So, do, you know, does it? Does that happen? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I don't know why I'm laughing. I, I, I at think this. that I think that is the furthest Brian have ever got in that competition as well. Um, because it's, it's split into north and south, and then so we got to the southern final mm. of it okay and uh did you go out on penalties yes yeah so so brighton have won they they beat um newport in the fa cup this season and that meant that brighton have won nine of their last 10 penalty shootouts wow but the one they didn't win was the important yes. one <laughs> the one that would have taken them to Wembley. Yeah. Um. So, Adams, he's on a bit of a tightrope. Mm. And is that how we're going to leave things today? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really been fun talking about this season. Um, I can imagine that you, uh, have enjoyed reminiscing over some of those moments. Yeah, ish. I I think it it was it's. Looking back, given that it ultimately had a happy ending, it's it's quite a funny season to look back on because yeah. it was just such a shambles in so many ways. Yeah, much like a lot of our lives were. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe it follows the trajectory of sort of being a teenager. Mm. Uh I actually had a. I probably had a breakup around then. Yeah. I think maybe not. Maybe that's to come in the in part two. Yeah. Um, what what music was around two thousand eight? I was I was thinking about that earlier. Who's, who's, who's around? And then? I thought, uh, you know, how can we push the boat out with mm. something two thousand and eight? Uh, I mean, it wasn't pinnacle. There wasn't lots. Mm. Wasn't, I don't really remember much no. being out. Um, Sex on Fire by Kings yeah. of Leon came out around then. Yeah. That so ba- basically what happened is a lot of the indie stuff from when we're talking about 2004. Yeah. That's all mainstream now, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose it's beginning to turn into the dubstep scene. Okay. Which, of course, you know, because I was living in Bristol, I would have oh, been yeah. very on top of. Not in Christian halls. No, no, no. <laughs> It was very much still. Music, Jesus of, music of the devil. <laughs> right. So, um, you know, if you if you have any fond memories of 2008, mm. or actually if you uh, have any embarrassing Facebook statuses, yeah. third person or not, um, do get in touch with us. Show at albionbeanandgone.com. Mm. Um, it's been great to chat with you today, Tom. Yeah. And you to too. all of you in Japan... Yep. And um, we will see you. I was thinking, oh. you're talking about um, how Wham! didn't really break Japan. Neither of them, um, so WWE have always struggled to break into Japan. So we're doing better than them. Well, there we go. Yeah. They call themselves the World Wrestling Entertainment. That's right. Mm. If you want Brighton Podcast, Vince, come to us. Yeah. That'd be good, wouldn't it? That would be good. Yeah. See you next Friday. You're out of your mind. Gonna make this really easy.